Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Two Ball Golf Show podcast, episode six. Why do I keep saying double welcome? And they said it would never last. <laughs> Here he goes again. <laughs> well, the title of this podcast, I think, really does pop. And it will be interesting to see if sex does actually sell golf. Because if we get lots of views from this video, it means that sex does sell. However, yeah, uh, Bernie, you've got something to bring up early doors about women's ladies' it, participation. It, it's quite a not controversial subject, but we do get asked. I get it on my channel. I know you get it on your channel. We've had it on here before about why didn't we talk about the Solheim Cup? Why don't we mention ladies' golf, etc.? So it's nice to actually address a subject which I think is one that doesn't get talked about enough. And the subject is basically why is there a lack of female participants in members' golf clubs. Okay. And you were reading through a stat, weren't you? You were saying sort of it's around the sort of 10 to 15% yeah, mark. So according to England Golf, who've done research over the last year or 18 months, however long they've con uh, conducted the research, is 13% of, of participants are female members of golf clubs. Well, it's interesting you say that because I actually saw a video... Um, I think a couple of weeks ago that was saying that from the PGA that said in their research, they said that it's 25%, which I have to say is I'm not sure I believe that because I, I, I as being a general manager of a golf club in the past, being a head pro of a golf club in the past, I know that the projections that I had was that we were moving from around 15, 10 between, well, it was more like 14% participation with the club that we were at, yep. um, was moving steadily down to 10% of which I know it hit that mark at 10%. Yeah. So if you're saying that it's 13% across the board, that's what, that's the stat I've just in read in the UK or in today. England, in England, it's yeah, England, England golf, golf isn't yeah. It? So England golf. Yeah. And do you, what do you think the average age of the female membership is? Oh, it's got to be. Age. 60s yeah 64 so okay. the male equivalent is 54 which again is 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 alarmingly high i think that's come down though it has come down fractionally i'd say because i would say there's more since covid there's more younger people i know in my friend group there's a lot more lads in their 20s and 30s and 40s playing golf now whereas previously they wouldn't have played they were playing football cricket yeah uh and other team sports and they've yep. now sort of got pushed into golf because of circumstances and the pandemic and they now play golf and enjoy golf which is a positive from the pandemic as far as yeah. I'm concerned but that is for the, for for lady golfers I mean what my issue with that is there's a few well there's a few reasons I want to address why I don't think there's many female participants in golf of a younger age okay firstly being a lot of golf clubs, I use Cherston as an example, Torquay as an example, they have a ladies' day, yeah. which is where they run their competitions, and that is a weekday. Tuesday. Tuesday. That's the same at Torquay at Cherston. It's probably, it can vary on the days, but it's a weekday. Yeah. So if I'm 16, 17-year-old female, how am I going to play in competitions? They basically will have to have an alternative day to play, which is normally a Saturday or Sunday. Saturday at most clubs, male day, men's day. Hard to get a tea time, particularly in the morning. So you'll end up playing possibly on a Sunday with, with the other ladies that generally work, which at Torquay there was less than five or six that played on a weekend. 
So you've got such a small amount of people you can actually play golf with in a competition and they were running a separate competition with six people maybe less at times how's that going to encourage them to play golf competitively well i mean you mentioned their 16 17 year olds and they would fall in my 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 thoughts would be they would fall in the category of of junior golfers of which most junior golfers are playing their games of golf maybe in the evenings but more so uh sunday competition day yeah I completely agree with that. I think. Okay, you just how do you? A twenty-year-old. Yeah, player, yeah, more, more like college or, or, or let's or, say young mums. Yeah, young mums. Okay, yeah. mums that have um, that, that that have kids work. Yeah. Um, time is a factor. Time is a massive factor here for it. Yeah. And you know, mums on a Saturday and Sunday, even if they got time off from work, you know, you know, our Saturdays and Sundays at home and I use my wife, Laura, as an, as an example of this, you know, we've got two kids on yeah. Saturdays. We're taking them to golf. Yeah. Saturday afternoons. We're generally doing something as a family. Sundays is generally football time. So, you know, you, you're pretty busy. Weekends are going to be pretty busy for most parents really. Yeah. Okay. Maybe dad can slip out and get 18 holes in throughout the weekend. If he goes off, tees off early or whatever, but, the, but there's always, um, issues there but the mums are generally going to be or females are going to be in a position where it's going to be a little bit tight because they're working during the week can't get out of weekends why can't they get out of weekends though bernie well i mean they can but they they're not generally they're not accepted into male competitions i was gonna say because there's 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 There's, every saturday here i mean it's competition day i think they're allowed to play or the club allow them to play in certain competitions um and they can enter a medal score, but I don't think I'm, I'll have to find out. I don't know the actual. But what you're saying, answer, then, but there, but there, but there is other factors as well. You're you're but, saying that you don't feel like it's welcoming enough. So that was my that was point number two. Really, is I've had girlfriends in the past. I've been seeing girls who I've been at the golf club to so come up the golf club for a drink or meet me after the round, and they felt that they couldn't walk into the golf club. Everyone stares at them, looks at them. I, and they just didn't feel welcome at the golf club. Yeah, that's not from that's not every golf club. The golf club I was at previously, it was more. I felt it was more welcoming. They felt it was more welcoming, but particularly at this golf club, and it would be similar to a lot of members clubs. To get lady golfers and women golfers, particularly young ones, do not feel comfortable or welcome at that golf club. So then we move on then to and the title of this. Uh, video have podcast. I, have I gone off on a tangent? No, 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 it's fine. I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, you, yeah. you can go down loads of rabbit holes with this one. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, everyone's got their own opinion on exactly what it is. That's just your sort of view on it from what you've experienced. Mm. But now we look at the era of social media yeah. and we look at um, females that are in the social media space that play golf or are coming into the game of golf mm. or whatever. Yeah. And in your opinion... And I'm not saying all of them, but yeah. the vast majority is short skirts, tight tops. Yeah. Now, my my question to that is: Does who are they? Who who are they targeting? They're trying to target an audience of female participation to generate more females into the game of golf. I get that. Yeah. But I wonder what the percentage of who's watching them. Is it men yeah, I mean, watching them because they're perving over them? 
<laughs> okay? Yeah. Or are they actually moving the needle to get more females into the game of golf? That's my, that's my big question for you. What do you think? It's, it's a tricky one because... So those, those type of um, social media influencers, we'll call them that, um, they, are, they can be seen as role models for the younger generation. You know, they've got the confidence to play golf or go at golf clubs or be in a, in, a, in a male-dominated environment. So that's good in one way, to have the actual, you know, testicular fortitude and the, to actually go and put yourself out and about and to not worry about that. It's brilliant. To me, that's brilliant to see. But I would say the vast majority of their followers and people that watch their stories, their posts, etc., are going to be male golfers who are basically perving over them. Or the younger element, so the kids coming up through the ranks, might might look and say, "Well, that's cool. You know, that's cool." Yeah. You look at you know you look at when Tiger Woods hit, and we were young at the time when Tiger yeah. Woods hit the limelight. You know, he made golf look cool. You know, didn't he? He yeah, was, but he, he would he would have probably suffered the same sort of issues that some of these or some of the younger girls getting into golf would probably have encountered. Yeah, hundred oh, I mean, percent. Being being of his of the of his um, origins and not you know not being traditional white male, which golf is, which been. is what golf is. It, it's seen as that him being different and you know he was he was coming around in the nineties where. I mean, racism and, and stuff like that. I mean, I don't really want to get into that, but it was it was quite that type of generation that playing golf. Time. Yeah, I mean, he, he would have suffered. Time. He wouldn't have been allowed to go to certain golf clubs. He would have been, you know, seen as... seen as um, He wouldn't have been welcome, I would have thought, particularly yeah. in, the, in the States in certain areas. I know it's, it's improved massively now, and it's great to see, and it should completely change. And, and it is starting to, I believe, go in the right right direction yeah but he would have probably suffered the same sort of yeah issues that and getting into golf correct and, and 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 um i'm not going to call this golf club out and the reason i'm not going to call this golf club out because things may have changed yeah okay i went to a pga event with laura who was playing yeah. in a wpga event and we arrived at the venue and it's all obviously the, the tees are all booked out for the the, the, the women's pga players yeah and we walk into the front entrance and we were stopped by the steward of the club to say, I'm very sorry, but this is uh, women are not allowed to enter the clubhouse through this door. I lost it. Yeah. I absolutely lost it with him. I couldn't believe that the um, head of the PGA was a member of a club and they were hosting a WPGA event there um, that allowed, that stopped people from coming in. Yeah. Um, I was allowed in. But Laura yeah. was not allowed in. Laura had to go around to the side door, come in through the ladies' changing room and come in that way. And I, I argued with him and I said, how, can you, how dare you hold an event here for women's golf and not allow them to come in through the main entrance of the clubhouse? I said, by, by, so I have a better understanding of what's going on with this place. Yeah. I said, what else are women not allowed to do? And he said, women are not allowed to walk across the front of the clubhouse in front of the putting green. So I mean, he was. Pro I mean, he. I know he sounds a bit like a job's wife, but he was probably just following just orders, following the rules of the club, which is not his his fault. And no. I would, the the golf club. I mean, that golf club. I would not play golf at that golf club. And secondly, they may have changed things. The, I would like to think they've changed things by now. That was back in uh, that. That would have been Leicester. That would have been in two thousand and seven, two thousand seven, two thousand and eight. 
We're yeah. in the two thousands, by the way. Yeah, which of is which that, that, that's what happened. But as well, the, why are the why are the ladies PGA holding an event at that place? Like that's another mistake. Like, sorry, if you're not welcoming us in here, why would yeah. you play it there? Go somewhere yeah. else. I and and it's and it's that attitude that is holding. 100%. The game of golf back in women's golf. Dan, and I wouldn't even go into a. There's a, there's a couple of there's a couple of gentlemen called gentlemen's clubs, which the whole thing so outdated. Yeah. But it's men only in certain bars. I wouldn't even go in there. Like a couple of my friends go and play snooker there. I have got no. I would like. Do you want to come play no snooker? Place. No. Yeah, I just no. think it's so discrimin- yeah. discriminative, isn't it? It's horrendous. Like why we should be encouraging everybody to play golf. Yeah. You know, age, gender, yeah. race. Yeah, sexual orientation. Yeah, everything. And the facts are Open that to all. the facts are that, that that when I talk about these social media um, women that are yeah. now in that space, I have know from conversations that I've had with a, with a couple of them that they've experienced so much negativity, so much negativity when it comes to um, the, the the game of golf and being you know going to certain golf clubs that are yeah. high up on the the list of what people want to play. And they have had some negative um, feedback when they've arrived, or whatever it is. Yeah, they've had negative feedback from the clubs, and so it doesn't. It hasn't stopped. It no. hasn't stopped. And w- you know, golf is its own problem at the end of the Un- day. Unfortunately, I, I heard a good one a couple of a couple of months ago, and it was golf clubs are basic. Traditional golf clubs are basically seventy-year-old people. Yeah. telling fifty-year-old people what thirty-year-old people want. Yeah, and okay. I think that just sums it yeah. up. Brilliantly, and so the question is: Is sex selling golf? Um, I don't think it is. It's not, is it? Because the trend now is there's less female participants in golf. Yeah, like membership-wise. I mean, it's going down. It's going down. So it's not, is it? So a simple answer: We know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do like. I'm not. You know, we don't want to be completely negative about the situation. And there's some great initiatives by England Golf, by some golf clubs. I know locally yeah. there's ladies' nights and there's there's trying to get new members in. To, yeah. They've done that at Churston, which is great. They've had Harry, head pro Harry, was giving lessons, uh, free lessons as well, so to try and encourage them to sort of convert. And when I was at Torquay, which would have been mid-2000s, like 2005, 2006, I ran um, a couple of group sessions on a Monday night and it was members, wives and members' daughters, basically, and a few other people. And we had, I had, like, ten, I think, ten ladies of varying ages, and we used to do, we'd go in the studio and we'd go on the golf course. But do you know how many of those ten, I did them two years yeah. before I left, do you know how many of them became full members and actually play golf now? No. None. None. So I converted. So my own fault as well. Yeah. But I didn't convert any of them to full membership. Yeah. And also the club didn't look to convert them. I had them for two years. I've got a question then. Who paid for this coaching? For the ladies' coaching? They did. The ladies paid for The the women paid for themselves. Yeah, they asked me to do a... So the club didn't do it? No, they used to go in afterwards. It was nice to have a drink and meet their husbands and stuff. It was a Monday night. Yeah. And they they would come up the club more. Yeah. So it was good in that way that it made them socialise more. But I couldn't get them to join the golf club because they didn't... I, I did keep asking them why you won't join. D- didn't feel like they'd be welcome at the golf club playing golf on the golf course. Yeah, and that it. was sad. Yeah, it is sad. It is sad, and it's uh, and it's something that needs to be uh, continue continually be addressed. So my so I feel like it's got better through the different ages and different. So like as a junior, when we yeah. remember up here, we weren't encouraged at all. Yeah, but that's improved. Like we're encouraged now. Like I remember. 
until you got to 28 handicap, you had restrictions of what times you could play. You had to play with an adult. didn't matter if you were 18 years old and you were 29 handicap. You couldn't go out on that golf course during certain periods of time because they said, no, you're not good enough to be on the golf course. Yet there was senior golfers who, couldn't, who had a 28 handicap who I would, when I was off 29, would beat by... 20 shots around the golf course and knew better etiquette than they did and was quicker but I wasn't allowed on that golf course how am I going to improve what's the answer Bernie what do, what, what's your what's your answer to that that what we're talking about there with the, with the female participation to try and get more to play yeah it's 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 a it's a tough one isn't it um, golf clubs have got to be more open yeah they've got to it's not just ladies or female participation they've got to look to encourage the younger generation to play golf whether that's flexi membership more competitions make the place more accessible. Yeah. Um, relax the rules slightly. I'm not saying get rid of them completely, but relax. They relax the dress code, which they've started to do. Um, make the golf clubs nicer as well, more welcoming. Modernise them. There's a lot of golf clubs locally. They're not modernised. They're not nice place. They're not particularly great places to go and socialise. No. What do you think? Uh, personally, I think, uh, you know, you could blame the golf clubs in the fact that it's the golf club. But actually, if you probably go to every board meeting in every golf club... It's the people in the golf club. <clears throat> it's the majority of the board members are are trying. And it probably comes up in conversation every meeting. Yeah. You know, what are we doing to help junior development, help female development, all of those sorts of things. Yeah. What can we do to increase our membership? What do we do to increase our participation yeah. on the golf course? Um it happens every. It would have happened every other meeting that I was at in a board meeting. Yeah. It's not the board. No. But they need to be stronger. Boards of golf clubs need to be stronger. General managers that that are brought into golf clubs need to be given more power. Yeah. Um, because what happens is majority of the time it's the tail wagging the dog, and the yeah. members of golf clubs um, can get into their little cliques of people. They they mm. get their feet well and truly under the carpet by the time they're in there a couple of years. They're happy. Um, and they're the ones causing the issue of which yeah. golf clubs need to deal with those people. And as soon as they deal with those people and start almost like, if you don't like it, leave, We've, we're changing our, our, the way we do things here. Yeah. Until it changes, until golf clubs get stronger, as in taking control of what the members, how the members go about their business within their golf club, <clears throat> it won't change. No, but they do. The, golf clubs do need to look at this and, it's a, and encourage it because... Golf clubs are closing down at an alarming rate because they haven't got the members. Yeah. I mean, if you suddenly got 50, you know, imagine here, and you suddenly got 50 lady members join, they're going to encourage their husbands to play golf, maybe yeah. to start playing. They might, be, they might be the wives and girlfriends of existing members, which means then they're going to spend more social time at the golf club, yeah. which means they're going to spend more money, which is yeah. going to encourage... Like I say, it's, going to inc- well, it's not going to encourage, it's going to increase revenue, which is only beneficial to a golf club yeah for me personally if i a prime example of this is and laura's a golfer laura's a golf pro you know my wife is a golf pro if the only place at this moment in time that i can think off the top of my head where i am completely comfortable about i know you're gonna say bringing bringing my family or my wife into a golf environment there's only one golf club that really sticks out to me that i feel is trevo's golf club I knew you were going to say that. I totally agree. Because we went there. I was camping down there. We had a bit of a rough night because it was bad weather. And we, um, I said, jump in the van. Let's go. Let's head up to Travaux's and yeah. let's go and get some breakfast. And we were welcomed with open arms. And it was a fantastic environment to bring your family and have breakfast. Could you imagine walking into a traditional 
golf club like that on, say, a Sunday and ask for breakfast, what, how would you be met with? No. They, they wouldn't let you can't. in, would they? It they would be like, just, I'm sorry, yeah. but you know, you're a member? Yeah. No. All right. It's just strange, isn't it? I so for, for me, I think, you know, wrapping this kind of up in the fact that what, are we, what, what can be done... Yeah, it needs it need clubs need to take a bit more control. Travaux take control. Yeah, you know their members are not. And that's put why in a they're position. thriving, isn't yeah. it? And that's why they're they're doing so well. Yeah, exactly. So 100%. that 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 attitude needs to change from the membership that, that's at the club. I'm afraid, and some people what listening to this this um, podcast or watching this video uh, are going to probably shake their head and, and things like that. But you know, for the most part, we're all, you know there'll be a thousand plus people that watch or listen to this video who are members of golf club that actually can do something about it themselves yeah and i urge them to do that be nice to hear from any um any people listening or watching this particular podcast of what their club does yeah to try and increase it or whether they've got a sort of a thriving lady section yeah and how they've done how they've managed to do it because you know we haven't got the answers have we we're just we're just using our experience but if they've got any answers then brilliant put it put it into the comment section and then Hopefully, maybe if we've got a few golf club managers or committee members or yep. board members watching from different places, and they might give them some ideas to actually then improve the situation that currently they find themselves in. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect time to introduce our sponsors for this particular show, and that is Just Golf Online. Uh, they've got some of the best deals out there, liquidation products from possibly a year ago, two years ago, or even actually current that they are on sale now with Just Golf Online. Go and check them out and see what deal you can get. We've got now 600 appearances. The Alfred Dunhill Championship this weekend just gone. 600 appearance, DP World Tour appearances from Thomas Bjorn. Brilliant achievement. Um, great player. Should have been Open Champion. Yeah. Could have been Open Champion. Do you know who was on the bag when he was when he was nearly Open Champion? It was um, Billy Foster. Billy Foster. Yeah, yeah. Our friend... <laughs> So, yeah, he's done really well. Former Ryder Cup captain as well, Ryder yeah. Cup player. Captain, winner, ca- winning captain. Still playing on the tour, which is impressive. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he's in the twilight of his career, isn't he, as yeah. such. Um, good character, I'd say, more than anything. He was around, around the time when there was more, I guess, more characters in the game. Yeah. Or seemingly more characters. And, um, yeah, a little bit, little bit different, wasn't he? It still is a little bit different. Well, I think um, he was... You know, a bit like, you know, I think about Sam Torrance and the likes of possibly Woozy and yeah. um, that kind of Seve. You know, that, that I know he's not necessarily in that Darren Clark. I don't yeah. I know, I know he's not necessarily in that era, should we no. say, of those guys down there. But you, but um, he he is a massive supporter and has continued to be a massive supporter of the DP World Tour, which is was the yeah. European Tour. Just a huge supporter of of golf over in the in did, Europe. Did he play much in the states? Probably just majors. Just, yeah, I don't think it was kind no. of his thing. I, I actually think he's based in the UK. I think his home is based in the UK, even though he's oh, Danish. Okay. Yeah. Um, but six hundred appearances is pretty good, and to to continue, continue, to maintain your card, continue to keep grafting and grinding yeah. away, and because life for him is tour. Yeah, I mean, he's not. I would. I would very much doubt he's going to need. The money, money these days. I mean, no. he, he's had so many years on tour. He'd have had good sponsorship deals. He's won some big, big events. So just to he'll never buy. He'll never need to buy a drink again after being the Ryder Cup captain no, winner. But I mean, just playing on tour for that long and have the motivation to still practice, still compete at the highest level. Yeah. And to try. I mean, his aim now every year, I guess, would be to 
to finish top whatever to keep his card and to keep keep playing on the main main tour rather than moving into the sort of um, the legends tour senior tour. Mm. So it's brilliant that he's um, still able to do that and. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a great achievement, isn't it? Six hundred appearances. Can he get to seven hundred? We'll see, won't we? Yeah, we'll see. Bit like this podcast. Yeah. Will we get it to seven hundred episodes? Really? One six. Couple <laughs> <laughs> noughts off. Moving on, then. Moving on to, and I know I, I you know, I, I feel like we've we've talked about the Ryder Cup enough, but yeah. I just want to bring us back. Or no, no I'm going to move us on to two, two years' time. Beth yeah. Page Black. I've played the golf course. I was the, one of the last people to play the golf course before the PGA Championships when Brooks Kepka won it. I remember I think, you bought me a hat was back, that, didn't you? 2019, maybe? Something like yeah. that. Um, it's in New York. Yeah. And it is quite possibly the toughest golf course I have played to date. It beat you up, didn't it? Oh, my goodness. Destroyed you. <laughs> and what I would say by that is that it's particularly long. Yeah. So it, it fell into the hands nicely of like the likes of Brooks Kepka. Okay. Um, but it was a, it was once you got it, once you got it into play, yeah. you were batter. I was battering in longer clubs into the greens. And then when you got on the greens, they were literally like putting on a glass table. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, you know, and you talk about like the European golf compared to the U S golf, mm. they're going to set it up as glassy as possible because it's going to fall more into the hands of the U S team, yeah. should we say the, the reason I've brought this up is because Davis Love the third, who is a multiple captain for the Ryder Cup, he's yep. played many, many Presidents Cups, um, Still Ryder Cups. Good, isn't he? Still long. Yeah, Champions yeah. Tour. He um, people would recognise him because he he would have um, partnered up with Freddie Couples over the years. Yep. That was a good partnership. Um, he says that the um, that Tiger is the next logical choice for the Ryder Cup captaincy at Bethpage Black um, in New York. What what do you think on that? I, I understand the link because he obviously won a major championship round that particular golf course. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I think he won the, uh, the US Open round there. I'm okay. sure he did. Okay. Um, might be wrong, so apologies if I am, but I'm pretty sure he has won round there. I still think that Tiger Woods still believes that he can play Ryder Cup, he can play in the Ryder Cup and be part of that team. I still believe he does. Like, I don't think he can, but I still think he's... He, I don't think you, you lose that competitive edge and competitive spirit that he seems to always have. And every time he's been wrote off, like, oh, he'll never, play, he'll never walk again, he'll never play on tour again, he'll never win a major, he's proved proved all the doubt was wrong and I still believe that he probably is looking at that thinking let's get fit let's give it a go and see if I can actually make the team the problem is he he won't he will he, he will not be able to walk around that golf course for 36 holes or three days it, it no. will just it will kill him I mean it's a it's a you know he has to play golf a lot of the time in buggies now yeah you know so he's like that's gonna be perfect for him on the seat on the, the champions tour isn't it because they use buggies yeah um but I know I just you think he'll uh, never get his health back where he could walk around the golf uh, no, I don't think he's health wise he's yeah. a fit guy isn't he but I just don't think he's got the, the injuries have taken their that's toll I mean, he's not fit enough to walk around yeah he? no, well, he, I don't, and I don't think uh, it's, that's down to him I don't think he can probably get it back there I don't think no. he's I don't think I just physically think he's physically impossible yeah because well, he would give it every opportunity if anyone was going to get yeah. you know if anyone was going to do that it would be him you know um, yeah. but I, I do see do you think he'd want to 
be Ryder Cup captain? Well, I think he's been. I think in the background, he's become very much a mentor to a lot of these kids coming up through the ranks. You know, do you think um, it's about being still staying relevant as well? Hundred percent. And that might be his motivation. Yeah. Like, not saying that's right or wrong. Yeah. But once you've well, been, the, you know, a global superstar in the likes of Michael Jordan, and you know, he's up there, isn't he? As one of the most recognisable sportsmen ever yeah. in the world. Like yeah. to stay relevant is probably. I think it's important. Thing, yeah. I think he's it's got important. the brand, doesn't he? He's yeah. got the the TW brand that's still yeah. with Nike and, and whatnot. And maybe that's might be his motivation to to do that. But he was never really, in my opinion, a Ryder Cup player, was he? He wasn't a team player. No. He was very much he struggled. individual. I think he struggled his to get partners. Horrendous, isn't it? He's, yeah. Nobody. I mean, everybody. When he first burst onto the scene, Ryder Cup, everyone wanted to play with him. I would say in the last two or three appearances, then he people weren't that keen to play with him, were they? No. It was just yeah. He got paired with Mickelson. They played different golf balls. They generally didn't like each other. Yeah. And then, yeah, he was just he was shoved with anybody, wasn't he? Really, towards the end. So um, it'd be an interesting one whether he can, whether he, but yeah, whether he can motivate the players. I guess he can just his name value. But yeah. will he be a good choice? I'm not too sure. Well, I actually think it'll be perfect for him because the reason I say that is that New York is going to be brutal. Yeah. And the reason I say that, it's not going to be brutal as in, but for the Europeans, it's going to be brutal. Part because of the crowd, isn't it? And they, the, in- the New York crowd get very excited. Yeah. They, they love a good shout. They love a good drink. And I, yeah. I you know, in fact, mm. I would like to be there because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. But it will be towards the Europeans, especially with what happened this time with Patrick Cantlay and all of that side yeah. of things and how they possibly wound it up. It, it, and the fact that they know that they are almost like the 15th club <laughs> weapon, yeah. they will get very excited to be there. So yeah. I think if, if, you know, and Tiger will want to win it, and I think that if you're in New York, you've got just as good a chance of winning there than anywhere else. Well, I think the and most chance. Is there many other... Um, candidates? Candidates, really. I mean, that's what, I know that's what they were sort of saying in the, what I read in the press about the subject. They, they, there wasn't any outstanding or anybody that's like... Or they did, I, they didn't seem to name anybody. Um, also, quite a few of the the lads that are in the twilight of their career have gone live, haven't they? So you yeah. get to Mickelson, I mean, he's never going to be captain unless, unless it all changes completely. Yep. Um, and a few of the older ones, and you know, have gone over there as well. So he's probably the own yep. the only. He's one of them. He's the leading candidate. So be interesting to see whether he takes it or not. Yeah, I I, I think he will. I think if he's asked, I think he, I think that would be perfect for him. I mean, he's always been a big supporter of the PGA Tour, isn't he? Yeah. And he's been quite, again, from he's not been as outspoken as he likes of McIlroy, but he's still been sort of defending the PGA, hasn't yeah. he? And sort of campaigning for the PGA against Liv. So maybe that will um, maybe a deciding factor as well. The fact that he's so um, he's liked by the by the top top guys in the yeah. in the PGA organization. Well, the question really was from this podcast, does sex sell golf? And the reality from my point of view is... A couple of sexy guys here? Well, I put a post out, I put a video out last... Perfect Facebook podcast? Yeah, perfect Facebook. (laughs) I put a video out last week, which was all about OnlyFans, and and that didn't get very many clicks. So I'm not sure if... um, 
probably the threat of either you or Al being naked was probably enough to turn slightly a lot of concerning. People. Slightly and concerning. You do put videos out round about dinner time, so yeah. I think there'd be a few people that worried about their <laughs> dinner repeating on themselves or <laughs> being brought back up. Brilliant, love it. Well, Bernie, I don't have anything else that I want to bring to the table for this uh, particular two ball golf show. Is there anything else that That's you want to say? Becoming a bit of a common theme, Dan. <laughs> what me not having anything? <laughs> No, just um, thanks everyone for the support so far for the podcast. Hope you're enjoying it. Yep. If there's any subjects that you want us to cover, comment below if, you, if you're watching it on the YouTube platform. If not, private messages, email us, whatever. Get in contact and we will discuss with our limited knowledge any subject you want us to address. Love it. Thanks for watching, everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode.